What's up, you guys? All right, let's go ahead. So there's two things that I'm gunning for right now. And one is to get this music thing going off the ground. And two is to graduate from college. Now, years back, these two goals might as well have been galaxies away. And when I first started coming into, when I first started coming to Epic, I was probably the most insecure guy you had ever met. I had, I was just coming out of a really unhealthy party lifestyle. I was coming out of a really uh, promiscuous lifestyle. I had a really bad drinking addiction. Um, had a lot of things going on. I had first got saved in 2002, so I knew everything that I was doing was wrong. But, so what I would do is that the first of every month, I'd say, okay, the first would come, all right, I'm gonna stay pure and sober for the whole month. And then two and a half weeks, three weeks on the line, I backslid. All right, we'll try again the next month. Same thing, same result happened every time. And it was because I had opened this door for a demonic spirit to come in, and there's this reason why this was such a stronghold in my life. So in order to get over this, I needed, a, uh, I needed God's army, I needed God's power to come and conquer this. But here I am trying to do it in my own will and obviously got no results. I go out to this conference out in Texas, this church conference, and it wasn't that good. But at the end, <laughs> at the end, there was an altar call. So I walk up to the, the prayer line, and I'm looking for the right person to get prayer from. You guys do that? You walk up, and you're like, oh, looking for the right person, right? So I'm looking, and all I see is this really nerdy Bill Nye the Science Guy looking dude, and I'm like, this guy, there's no way he's going to be able to relate to what I got going on. So, but I'm like, hey, he's the only one there, and I need prayer. So I go up to him and pray, and I hear God say so clear, the same way I told you I could help you in 02 is the same way I could help you now. I want to help you. Let me help you with these things that you're trying to do on your own. You guys, game changer game changer. I fly back to SAC and I'm like, okay, this drinking thing, I'm done. Alcohol, I am done. And the powerful thing was whatever the temptation would come, I would just be like, I can't go back to this. I absolutely cannot go back to this. So I would go to parties and I'd have to have like a cup in my hand and I would just pour water and juice in there. And that's how I would function because otherwise I just didn't know what to do with my hands. So at the end, that water and juice was the only thing keeping me sane because at the end, I felt so much better about myself. And uh, I had to cut every woman out of my life that was bad news, cut them all off. And even when I would get text messages and calls from ex-girlfriends, I would just straight up ignore them. Now, that's probably not the most mature thing to do, but I knew whatever I starve will eventually die. So eventually, the calls and the texts just stopped coming. And it was great. And I was made clean, I was made new, new, new mind, but I still had these memories from that past lifestyle. I still physically was, was still so used to that lifestyle and all these impure thoughts and all those memories would hit me typically right before I would go to bed. So, but I knew the body does what the mind tells it to. So anytime that I would get these thoughts, I would just push them out of my mind or I would just start praying and just start rebuking and I would just start praying a lot of times until I just fell asleep. And I would just pray against these things. And my prayer was never, God, take these away, take these urges away, because that's like saying, take away my humanity, and he's not going to do that. So I was just like, God, make this to a place that it's manageable for me.
and he did. And at this time, uh, my wife and I, at the time, we were, we were dating, which probably wasn't the best idea because I was still working through these things, but she never had an addiction to alcohol. So anytime that any good music played, she's out there dancing. She's out there having a good time. But me, I always depended on alcohol to do that. So I was like, well, that's no longer an option. So I just watched her and how she just had fun without it. And eventually God just started revealing to me. It's like any situation is what you make of it. You can maximize as much fun as you want to have. I've given you power to completely shift a room and completely shift the atmosphere. You can do this. And it took me about a whole year, but I got it. Now I'm cracking. Now I'm cracking. Now I'm cracking. So at this time, I'm going through all this and... Uh, my mom was diagnosed with cancer about three years before this, and her health was going up and down, up and down. And she, some, it got really bad, and some really hard decisions needed to, me, to, needed to be made. But I buckled, and it made me realize, and it hit me, I don't know what it means to be a man. I don't. And is it because I didn't have a father growing up because he was in and out of jail? Yeah, maybe. But guess what? I have a God who fathers the fatherless. So I'm like, guys, show me what this means. So me and him are working, and then he starts putting men in my life to take example over. Eric Waterbury being one of them, he had the small group called Brigade, and I would just go, and spiritually, I was just getting so much out of it. But most important thing was I would just watch him, like, how do you handle awkward situations? How do you speak with such authority? How are you just going through life so fearlessly, and you're getting everything that you want? And I'm just watching him, and I'm attaching all this stuff onto my own DNA. Boom, boom, boom. I'm seeing Eric Knopf kill it. I could tell he came from a place of insecurity. So I'm like, but you're killing it every time you come up here and speak. Look at your marriage. Look at your business. Attaching all of it onto myself. My uncle, I would just go over to call him, just like, hey, man, I'm coming over. And I would just hang out with him and just watch. Like, how do you, how do you run your home? How do you talk to people? How do you just go with no fear? And it just little by little, I'm just putting all this on myself. And so my mom's cancer was still going up, up and down. And we, before she left, we were at a great place. So probably the best place we had ever been in my entire life. And she ends up passing. And seven months later, uh, Angie's mom ends up passing. And emotionally, I just don't know what to do with all these new overwhelming emotions. I mean, I'm at a coffee shop, and then just breaking down crying, breaking down crying. And I wanted to look 100%, so the only thing I knew how to do was just suppress all of this. Let me just suppress it. And I had a friend, I talked to a mentor, and he was like, stop doing that. Just stop. He's like, talk to God about everything. Even if you're angry, tell him what you're feeling. And one church service, I wasn't doing too well. Waterbury came over, hugged me, and for like 15 minutes, I'm bawling, snotting all over his shirt. And at the end of it, he tells me, the way that I'm holding you right now is the way the Holy Spirit wants to hold you. Game changer. Game changer. So every time, like, the sadness would come over me, I'm like, God, I need to feel you. God, I need to feel you. God, I need you right now. Please come. Like, I need to feel you right now. Swoosh. Come in. Feel him. Peace. Next time, God, I need to feel you. God, I'm here. Come on swoosh, come in. And I got this peace that, I mean, I know what happened to our moms was not God's doing. That was the enemy's doing. But guess what? I built a level of trust with God because of this, because I know now when I call, 
he answers. So my level of trust with him just went up huge notch by this situation. And it was around this time that I had to just get that peace and I had to sit still. And then I was like, okay, it's ready. I'm ready to move forward. I'd been going to junior college forever. I should be a doctor right now with like eight PhDs. <laughs> but I finally started taking ownership of my schoolwork and I got my AA that same year. Me and Ange are, are, are dating, but I was never thinking in the context of marriage because growing up, all my friends, we can tell each other how to cheat on our girlfriends and get away with it better than we could tell you how to thrive in a relationship. So marriage was never even on my mind. But then coming to Epic, I'm seeing the Noffs. I'm seeing the Noffs having so much fun. I'm seeing Dale and Julie having so much fun in their marriage. I'm like, I want that. That is what I want. So me and Ange started working out all the humps that we felt like were just in the way of our view towards marriage. Boom. Got engaged that same year. Next year, we get married. We get, we get married. See, I'm excited. I am about this. We're cracking. First year of marriage is cracking. I mean, I got this 24-hour adventure partner. We're doing so many fun things, so many cool things together, and we just maximize fun our first year. Now, granted, it was a learning experience. Now, I, we were learning how to live with each other and all that, and some of those moments weren't fun. But overall, cracking. So... I'm pursuing music at this time, just on a very minimal level, but something's in me is just like, Eugene, you can do this bigger. You, you, you can do this. Come on, come on. Get, the, get this album out. Get this album out. And uh, I'm ready to apply for Sac State, but I got two lies that I just, I, I can't shake, and one of them is, you're not university material, and two, you can't put out a good album. So I tell this to, to Ange, and she's like, oh, heck no. So... She affirms me in all of this, just who I am as a man, just my identity in God, just how he put these on my heart, and just really how I can do these things. So I took all of that, and I just stepped out. I built my own studio. Bam, dropped my first album. Applied to Sex State, got in. Bam. These things are starting to happen. These things, I'm like, traction is, is, is moving. And so I'm doing music, and I got probably like a handful of fans and made it very probably a small impact with the album. And so coming into my second album, I was like, okay, I gotta do this bigger. I got a handful of fans and made this impact, but I want like, I want this, this handful to turn into a whole pool right now. And so last, last June, I sat with this entrepreneur and he's like super visionary. You tell him your dream, he'll tell you a hundred awesome things that you can be doing with it. And so I talked to him, and one of them, things he told me, is like, you got to start doing shows. you got to get in the Sacramento music scene. So I'm doing shows. I'm, like, entering in rap contests. I'm doing open mics. I'm getting first and second place in these contests. And things are, are moving. And two people came to me and said, you know what? You're so brave. And it really tripped me out. And I think they said that because a lot of these venues that I perform at, they're all secular venues. And uh, I'm up there just preaching just talking, talking the truth, but I'm just saying it in a way that these people understand. I'm saying it in a way that, like, yeah, okay, I, I could grab onto that. But these people are saying, you're brave, and it tripped me out because bravery was never the goal. Bravery was a byproduct of me going after my dream. You guys hear me? Bravery is a byproduct of you guys going after your dream. So here I am, still doing shows, doing my thing with, with, with music, and... Uh, glad to say, though, that I am graduating May 20th, 1130, Sleep Train Up Theater. Yes, this is happening. This is very much 
happening. You guys want to come? Come, just show up late because graduations are boring. So in, in conclusion, this summer, I'm going to have this degree in environmental studies and I'm so passionate about, but I also have this music thing that I'm just as equally passionate about. I mean, which one am I going to pursue? That's why this is a testimony in progress. Thank you, guys.